Welcome to Bedknobs and Broomflicks, the podcast that talks about witches, man witches, warlocks, sorcerers, and other magic practitioners in movies, television, comic books, books, and just about everything. We also talk about heroic and just plain awesome animals as our favorite familiars and witches in history. Sorry, this show will include spoilers. You have been warned. My name is Jane, and I will tell you this. I love to travel between dimensions. <laughs> Stingy and Jane. <laughs> My name is Linda, but this week I am a fire-breathing bitch cheese queen. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Yay. So we are... <laughs> you can't update it midway through. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You've already said it. She's updating our agenda while we're talking. <laughs> I'm no longer a feckin' cheese. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's been going on for a while. Anyways, we are covering the um, second half of the final book in the uh, Throne of Glass series, Kingdom of Ash. We covered... The last half, the first half in two parts, and we are going on the assumption that there is just way too much to talk about. And again, this will be an additional two parts of the second half. So we're getting through this, people. Four parts. Ah, ah, ah. (laughs) Oh my God. Are you following the Count to Count's Twitter account? You know I am. (laughs) Okay, just making sure. (laughs) That's quality. (laughs) It is. Yeah, if you're not following um, the count from uh, Sesame Street's Twitter account, it's just it's just charming. That's it. There's there's nothing outrageous or thought provoking about it. It's just charming. And you'll understand why if you follow it. I'm not giving it away. It's not controversial. (laughs) I want to see the one tweet that's like. Bitches ain't shit, but also tricks. Ah, ah, ah. Like, wait, what? <laughs> Two dead hookers in my coffin. Ah, ah, ah. ah. <laughs> what? What's happening? What the hell just happened? <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> Anyways, yes, yeah, so we are covering the second half. It's going, uh, there's a lot to go over. So I think that we should just. Get started. And I want to start out, and we're kind of doing the same way we did the first half, where we cover certain characters' arcs up until they meet up, and then we um, will go back to the characters they meet up with, and then the second half, we'll cover the rest of the characters, and then in the end of the fourth, they will all come together in their epic battle, and my plan will work in my head. That's what I'm telling myself. So in this case, I I told Linda at the beginning, I really want to start with Dorian. The The first half starts with Dorian's story. And I had, I had so, so many thoughts and questions. And yeah, I'll just, like I said, I will just get started with this. Um, and I the, should say part two is called Gods and Gates. Yes. Yes, that's a good that's a good point to bring because it will come up again later on this episode. But on to Dorian and okay, and, and I said this off mic, but I really gotta reiterate what I said to you off mic, which is Dorian must have gotten some must have received some sort of like damage to his skull because he just <laughs> his plan is so stupid. 
I was so annoyed because it's okay. So, so what he's doing is he's going to sneak into Morath disguised as an animal of some kind because he's learned how to shape shift in this time. He's abandoned Manon and Manon's gone off to join Adian and you know fight. I don't know um, why that was fun. He's abandoned Manon. He's abandoned Manon. <laughs> abandoned Manon. Abandoned Manon. Um, <laughs> and so, but he's also carrying the two um, word keys. And of course, that's what um, Erwin wants. That's what Maeve wants. It's like they want, and Dorian is literally, in a sense, carrying these closer to Morath. And his plan is not to carry them into the Morath. Which, okay, fine, smart. But he buries them, doesn't mark where they are, <laughs> and just intends to retrieve them when he's done. Yeah. No, no. Here's here's my thoughts on this. <laughs> Dorian, idiot. What if you die in this in this quest? Nobody shall have them. I mean, nobody shall have them. But I mean, that's kind of the entire point. I know. Like, you need to use these keys. You need to lock everything away. You need. Yeah, I'm just like. I just had a cat claw into my back too. But yeah, I was like, what the. Yeah, he's he's trying to climb the back seat. I think he's trying to check my hair. Anyways. Well, I don't know if Dorian's ever particularly been very smart. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He seemed to like be he seemed like there was the Playboy mentality, but there were times when like he revealed himself to have a decent level of intense. Like I think that from the second third book until midway through the sixth, they're like he he, he was dealing with a lot of grief and shit, but mm-hmm. he seemed to at least be handling it in a very intelligent, thought-out way. Now he's just sort of like, fuck it! <laughs> <laughs> and again... Leroy <laughs> Dorian Jenkins! <laughs> yeah, so so that was my first issue with his plan, because I'm just like, like, dude, what... what? What, what, again? <laughs> well, and like, so- Madden gives him shit, too, because she's like, you're not so fucking stupid, you're just gonna, like, fly into Morath, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> One does not simply walk into Morath. Here I go! <laughs> Wee! Yay, Dorian! <laughs> I'm a yeah, bird so- now! <laughs> So, anyways, <laughs> anyway, so he he does sneak in. He sneaks in as a little mouse, and he um he he does um witness a conversation where Maeve has appeared to join forces with Erwin, and obviously revealing to Dorian because everybody's kind of learning that Maeve is actually Vogue over time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know how, you know, like um first Kaol and um. Uh, Eurene learned yeah. oh, about yeah. Maeve and then they revealed to Aelin and Rowan and all the other fae males had a huge throwing up oh, fest. Actually, Nesrin... <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't, don't, don't! Oh. <laughs> well, yeah, Nesrin learned first to reveal to them, but yes, it was, you know, that that's... So we're kind of like re- having to remind ourselves, like, okay, certain people don't know certain things, so yes, Dorian has now figured out that Maeve is actually a Vogue, so we've gone that. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> So it, and God, and this, again, it's this entire scene, this entire chapter of this book is like an exercise in who can make the dumber decision as they go. It's a dumb off. 
is, well, because it's, and then after, like, you know, Dorian finds that he's still disguised as like a little tiny creature. Um, Aaron goes, uh, Erwin goes off and does his thing, and Maeve's trying to make, you know, make good with um, her technically brother-in-law. And I um, guess we, sh- we should say that, um, I mean, kind of going off of what you're saying, that uh, Maeve was um, an ancient Valg queen who, um, while escaping the Valg king that she married, um, she she infiltrate, infiltrated uh, Doranel and... Um, uh, they say, is the way they put it, ripping into the two sister queens' minds and convincing them that they had an elder sister. So uh, that there was the uh, that damn there uh, is the uh, fairy queens and uh, Mab and um, I'm trying to remember the other one's name, but yeah, she convinced them that yeah, there's a third. So that's why um, Aelin grows with the idea say. that um. Mavis that's why Aelin grows with the idea that Maeve is her aunt is because everybody's basically been led to believe that Maeve is you know related to them in some right. capacity yeah and so like as it turns out oh no there were just the two fairy queens and um she was escaping the the, the king who she was married to and to his two brothers um, who, uh, as the way they put it, who in turn had sundered the weird keys from the gate and ripped through worlds to find her. Um, and the three Val Kings had broken into this world only to be halted there, unaware that their prey now lurked on a throne in Doranel had been a strange twist of fate. Only Erwin remained here of those three Kings, brother to Orcus, Maeve's husband. What would he pay to know who she truly was? So, yeah, uh, Erwan doesn't even fucking know that she's her or his um, brother's wife. And he he and his other brother had come looking for her and they'd been looking for her going from world to world, looking for her for so long. They basically just kind of forgot about her completely. (laughs) So. (laughs) It's. Yeah, it was, I, I guess, yeah. So it, anyways, uh, I was going to I can continue this part. Right. Um, so yeah, because so they, you know, Maeve and Erwin have their little, you know, quote unquote reunion. Yeah, because um, now she's like, hey, you know that that, that uh, sister-in-law that you were looking for for so long? Hello. <laughs> it's me. It's me, Maeve. <laughs> Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. That it's... for one does not seem very very bright. <laughs> yeah, so she's she's trying to because I guess her armies have abandoned her, so she's now trying to regroup and find somebody else who will fight by her side and be part of her army. And Dorian's overhearing this all as a little tiny mouse. And then Erwin leaves, Maeve leaves, but Dorian follows Maeve into her chambers, and she immediately see calls some him out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like, oh, I wonder what that looks like under a dress. <laughs> what does Vogue women look like? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I got really some like time that. to check this out. <laughs> I like the picture of the pervert we're painting for Torian. <laughs> yeah, it's nothing like that. <laughs> but yeah, this, this is where again... Perverted. It, it gets so stupid because I mean, Maeve immediately says like, "Hey, 
you're not fooling anybody. I know you're down there. And he immediately turns, Dorian immediately turns back into himself and he convinces He's like, oh her- shit, she sees me. <laughs> she knows yes. that it's me. What <laughs> <Rot> roll. <laughs> Yeah, and he immediately like transforms back, and so he starts to concoct a plan where he tries to play on her desire, obviously not to uh, return to her husband or any of them, mm-hmm. and says, "Hey, like, how about if we join forces together? We find the third worky, and we'll banish everybody, and in exchange, I'll marry you, and you can rule Outerland as a queen." And I'm like, "Yeah," <laughs> and in my mind, I'm just like, "Wow, Maeve." Um, that's a really dumb plan. He's totally going to betray you. But she she goes with it. Yeah, she's like, like, wait, wait, what? Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, she's just like, great, Sounds that's a great, great idea. Okay. I'm going to do this. And I'm like, how did you survive for so long? Thank you that that was. <laughs> let's be fair. She might also be thinking, this guy's kind of young and he could shape shift and he's, you know, kind of hot and <laughs> Maybe she's a cougar. I mean, like, well, Maeve's got to get it in, too. She's probably trying to betray him also. I mean, they're all, it's, yeah. you know, it, it's that photo of, like, you know, everybody's pointing a gun at each other on everybody's yeah. side. It's, yeah, well, but at the same time, that it's like, is, like, kind of what happens, too. She's just like, uh, you had to know I was going to betray you, right? Ha-ha, <laughs> 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 but you, did you realize I was going to betray you? Ha-ha, <laughs> 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 did you know that I knew you? that you were going to betray me and that you didn't know that I knew that I was going to betray you? <laughs> This entire chapter was frustrating. <laughs> it was. And, um, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, the only thing that gets kind of just um, heartbreaking, because Maeve and Dorian have teamed up, um, he's sleeping in her chambers, but not with her, thank sweet, merciful God. <laughs> <laughs> sleeping at the bo- at the end of her, like at the foot of her bed, like a dog. Yeah, like a, yeah, like a couch or something. I can't remember where it was, or but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he oh. Dorian does end up finding the third word key is inside another like is inside mm-hmm. a woman in Erwin's tower and this is this was honestly just sad because she is yeah. the, the way that they describe her is just she is emaciated she is um clearly this thing is eating her from the inside and everything so and I think it's kind um, of hinted that she's kind of his um sex slave too Oh yeah, well, same. It's kind of like a like a version of what um, Caltane went through, but who knows mm-hmm. how long she's been like this. Um, but I think Caltane was kind of uh, I think it was Uncle Vernon's um, sex slave there for a while, or was it Uncle Vernon? Or um, no, no, it wasn't Vernon. It was the other uh, per- uh, Parrington. Yeah, that's it. Who was Air? Who was Air? Uh, it was Erwin this whole time. Yeah. yeah, this whole time. I mean, it, yeah, it's the, the uh, high abuse of women and everything. And so that that was probably the part where, like, it cut, the story got interesting, for lack of a better term, just because it was it was somebody not acting dumb. Yeah. <laughs> again, this, cha- this chapter infuriated me because I was like, how plans are guys. <laughs> and she's just kind of like, can you please kill me? <laughs> yeah and it's, and like, it's uh, and well, he it, was it, disguised it, as Erwin that's how he got into his chambers yeah into Erwin's chambers to hunt for the war key um I, I do want to cover one little thing because um 
during this time, while Dorian and Maeve are trying to plan how to get into Erwin's chambers to look for the word key, Maeve has this idea to try to seduce Erwin. <laughs> <laughs> and Dorian is supposed to follow to try to, like, hunt it, you know, try to get into the room to sneak in by, like, a little, you know, as a little bug or whatever. Sneak in and try to look for it while she's trying to seduce him. And she says, <laughs> she's like the weirdest thing is she's putting on, like, this gown. She's like, you'll not like what you're about to witness. And he's like, yes! What the fuck does that mean? It's I, like, I don't want to. For me, it was kind of like um, the the um, in Hocus Pocus when Sarah Jessica Parker's character says something like, "You would not like what I would do to you, or something if you were my lover." Type of thing. Oh no, oh. she says like, "Thou would take me in the morning." He's like, "No, I wouldn't." He's like, "Oh, believe me, thou will." That's <laughs> right. <laughs> But no, I, I, at first I was like, I, I don't think he's going to stick around and watch. But then it turns out that she does something even worse where he's, she starts like turning into like um, in front of Maeve starts to try to seduce um, Erwin by first turning into like Aelin. Right. And looking like Aelin and then looking like man and Dorian stops. And he's just like, ah. And I'm just like, no, no kidding, Dorian. That's my reaction too. I was hoping it was going to be some just real freaky shit. <laughs> I mean, there was a small part of me that was thinking that's what was going to happen. It's like, you do not want to know how the Vogue okay. made it. <laughs> This is going to be really, really gross really fast. <laughs> Trust me, you don't want to watch. <laughs> years later, when people are trying to find a um, suitables, um, or you know, like years later, Manning goes to Dorian and says, like, why won't you touch me? And was like, thanks. Horrible things. <laughs> I have taken a vow of chastity after what I saw. <laughs> oh, but um, they also do confirm, um, well, kind of maybe possibly confirm something that we were thinking in the last episode where, um, where Maeve says, uh, she's talking to Dorian and she says, you are different indeed. I wonder if some of the Valg did cross over when your father bred your mother. And so that's the question. And like it, it like it says in the book that he was too afraid to ask um, Damaris, the, the truth telling sword about it um, because he, I don't think he wants to know. Um, but I think it's, it's actually quite a big possibility. And that's why he has all these powers because his Diddy was taken over by Valg. And so he could <laughs> be half Valg or maybe a third Valg. I don't know. <laughs> you know, some of, the, some of that little human, um, DNA got missed with some Valg DNA and yeah, that was... <laughs> Yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't like to think about this now. I'm just like, ew. ew. Valg DNA and human DNA just don't splice. <laughs> no, they do. Dorian's here and so is Holston yes. somewhere. Somewhere he is. Oh, right. Holston's a character. <laughs> Dorian has a younger brother and a mother who are still alive. We'll cover them in the last part. <laughs> I want to call him Tomlin. <laughs> or Tomlin. Yeah, but Tomlin. Tomlin was sweet, you know. Yes, Tomlin I was know. Like the, he was the Tomlin opposite. Was like, yeah, exactly. I guess he's more yeah. of a Joffrey. 
Yeah, Halston's more of a Joffrey. Like, I think even um, in the <laughs> Welcome to the Game of Thrones talk, but even Sansa, like, makes a point. She's like, if only Tomlin had been the older brother. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like, he's so nice. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, honey, that the one you thought you'd fall in love with turned out to be a sociopath. He kind of displayed his sociopathic tendencies in front of you earlier. But whatever. It's okay. But whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, back to the story. You're a queen now. So yeah, kind of. <laughs> Anyways, so um, yeah. Oh God. So again, this this whole plan just drove me nuts because in in the end, yes, Erwin's like the dumbest in all of this because a he doesn't sense Dorian, so he doesn't have this. He doesn't realize that, you know. And again, another person doesn't realize it's like, you know, Erwin, Maeve also tricked everybody, fled you know, got away, mm-hmm. all this stuff. You don't think that she's also not going to keep her word? And he's like, nah, I'll let her stay here. Nah. And so, yeah. <laughs> like, how did these three ever succeed at tying shoes at this point? Because I'm just so frustrated. It's like, seriously, all of them got hit with a brick at the very beginning of this half. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> They're eating sandwiches made of, like, uncooked pasta and (laughs) bread. (laughs) Yeah, in in the end, like, um, and this is part of the sad because Dorian, of course, finds the word key inside the third one. She's asking asking Dorian to kill um, her, and Dorian can't do it, which is kind of the sign that his humanity is very much still present, and he can't imagine doing it. And Maeve just goes in there and says, and just snaps her fingers, and this girl dies. (laughs) It's like... She's like, he's like, he's like, what the hell's like, taking it you easier so long? for you? <laughs> yeah, basically. It's like, I just made it easier for you. Mm-hmm. But in the process, like, Maeve then tries to take over his mind. Mm-hmm. And little does he know that Dorian has spent time mastering the ability and turns the, of what she does and turns the power over to her. Ha ha! <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I've got a little quote for that, too. It says, um. Go ahead. Because, yeah, that's, that part also, again, it was like. <laughs> Like Dorian, too powerful. <laughs> yes, yeah, without a doubt. And this is another thing where it's like she didn't bother like talking about like you, you know he's he's in his tent not masturbating but studying how to like <laughs> how to how to figure out how to like how to run people's minds or anything. No, um, this is it was simple as an incision to sever the link between their minds and to sever another part of her. To tie off the gift that allowed her to jump between places, to open those portals. World, walkie, or World Walker no longer, he said, as his raw magic shifted to her own, changed its very essence. I suggest you invest in a good pair of shoes. <laughs> yeah, so he's like, ah, uh, ha ha, but you didn't know that I was going to double cross you. <laughs> That I was secretly studying your powers and that I was going to figure this out. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, God. It's just. It's, yeah. uh. But oh, before it's that, there is. I just, kind I just of realized a, the, the other goddess I forgot, or the other fae I forgot was Mala. And my, I don't know why I forgot. Oh, that that's name. right. Mala Friarbringer. Yeah, of course. It was like Aelin's actual ancestor. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. I just want to mention that because no, I was no. like, God damn it. I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think it is worth uh, noting. Also that uh, when they're talking about um, 
marrying one another and blah, 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 and having a beneficial, um, like, a, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, they're going to work together to each other's means and whatever. But he says, uh, the king I wish to be is the opposite of what you are. He gave Maeve a smile, and there's only one witch who will be my queen. Oh, who's that? Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> Who is that going to uh, be? Oh. <laughs> Wait, now he, it's uh, his turn to kind of be that, like, uh, that Lorcan of, like, I I don't love her. I'm I, I, I'm not in love with her. Whatever. God, you're in love with But I'm going to ask her to marry me. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, but what's okay is he, yeah, he blocks her ability, makes the portals and leaves with the three word keys. Well, leaves with the one word key, goes and retrieves the other, and ends up in the process destroying all of Morath. Yeah, just like, you know, like it's nothing. Now, Clerk Star Wars moment, and I'm going to preface this with, remember this the scene in Clerks where they're talking about the people rebuilding the Death Star and mm-hmm. everything, and, you know, like, they got killed in the process of, um, you know, the resistance um, destroying it. I kind of the same thing, because, like, I mean, well, Dorian's, like, you know, going through the castle, he's finding human servants, uh, human guards, like, they're not mm-hmm. all wearing collars, and a lot of yeah. them are just like, yeah, like, I'm just, ha-. it's like, Dorian just killed a lot yeah, of humans. Totally. And I fa- in fact I think like he was talking about uh just as a mouse like going around he there were he was seeing servants that were like just kind of talking like oh shit did you see that chick that just came in like Maeve or whatever? Oh god, she's scary as shit. Oh I know. I heard she does some weird sex shit. I don't know. <laughs> I know. It's it's like these are humans right there and mm-hmm. I was like like Dorian, you, I I know that you know probably they're working for Erwin. Maybe they know they are, maybe they know they're not. I don't know, but you had a huge problem with killing the one girl. <laughs> you just yes. an entire like totally building and killed a bunch of people. <laughs> I don't think he found a way to get everybody out. <laughs> so and destroyed a bunch of jobs in the process. <laughs> <laughs> He's an enemy of the state now. <laughs> We will rebuild after this tragedy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, so that was like one of those things I was like, okay. But he gets the other keys back, so of course he does. And then he starts traveling. So that's where we're going to leave him, um, going to go and join his friends. And we're going to switch on over to Aelin, who is traveling to Ornith um, with Elid and Kaol and... um, Yurin and Nesserin and all the rest. I'm I'm not not here to cover everybody. (laughs) And you know they're traveling to go and um, they're traveling to go and join um Adian and Lysandra because um uh Terrison is obviously calling for aid from everybody. And during their travel, and this is probably like the best part in the entire um book, at least when it comes to the Elite story, is they find in Ornith um Vernon, Uncle Vernon. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to talk more about this or oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you because it's such a joyful <laughs> Well I'm and I, oh, I do have just a couple of thoughts that I just kind of wish that would have been covered. But yes, they find Vernon and um you know like now Lorcan is all like, Hey, 
Erica Lee's now my girl, and I'm going to protect her, and I want to murder you, but I'm going to let her lead and everything. So she, she, if she tells me to kill you, I'm going to kill you. Okay, so <laughs> just yeah, he's doing like the whole male posturing thing, and mm-hmm. um, what's great is um, I'm trying to remember who who does he sit down with a drink with? Uh, which one? Is it? Was, uh, um, it was Aelin. It was Aelin. Okay, yeah. I was double checking. Yeah, they sit down, they give Vernon, a, they sit down in a room, they give him a beer, and it's like, hey, like, we're just, like, shooting the shit, and, you know, I need you to tell me, like, what's the plan, where's Erwin, and, you know, we know all this stuff, and, and you know, it's, it's, Aelin's being Aelin, so put, put it back, she's just, <laughs> and Elite comes in. And basically lays down the whole entire, like, you know, you abused me, you um, crippled me, you did all these horrible things to me. And I could have any of these, you know, big, huge fame males basically torture you and, you know, make it so that it lasts forever. But instead, we're just going to leave you here with no food, no water and nothing to um, to do. And they leave him, shut the door and they said, should have made that beer last longer. (laughs) (laughs) And Actually, lock him in there she and gives him. a lead the the um the the decision. Yeah, she does give a decision, and that's what a lead chooses. But they do say, like, hey, any of these guys could tear you and like Lorcan's basically like, Yeah, any of us can. Lorcan's <laughs> like, <laughs> <Lorcan's> ready. <laughs> but Yeah. And um actually I, I have a thing on that too where um it was saying that she didn't, she couldn't even stand to be in the same room with him, breathing the same air. And, um, and, uh, she, she said, uh, <clears throat> quote, smiled while he touched Caltain, done far worse, perhaps, then tried to sell a lead to Erewhon for breeding. Why? She asked. And basically by this time she tells him that like, um, you know, I'm, uh, you you may as well tell us everything, and uh, I'm not going to. If you if you cooperate with us, I'm not gonna. Uh, I'll I'll make sure that these fey males, these big fey males, won't hurt you, and I won't hurt you. <laughs> and she says, like, we we won't touch you if you just cooperate with us and give us what we want. <laughs> and so he's thinking, like. Cool. Okay, I'm not gonna die then. <laughs> Yay! So or at least he's gonna die quickly. <laughs> you know, it's mm-hmm. he's like a little well, painful. <laughs> I'm gonna work with I'm gonna work with you guys because it's in my best interest because I want to live and um aha uh-huh. the betrayal 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 <laughs> <laughs> that triple quadruple uh, <laughs> trap. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but uh, he says. Uh, I, I guess it, it makes no difference. And he says, like, she was asking, you know, why, why did you do all this stuff? And he says, because I could, <laughs> because my brother, your father was an insufferable brute whose only qualification to rule was the order of our birth, a warrior brute. <laughs> and, um, then he looked at Elide and said, your mother's preference seems to have passed to you too. A hateful shake of the head. Such a pity. She was a rare beauty, you know. Such a pity that she was killed defending her majesty. <laughs> there might have been a place for her and parent if she had not. <laughs> and so, um, 
basically, yeah, um, A-Line gives a lead the the decision. She says, what do you what do you want to do with him? It's it's entirely up to you because you're the one who suffered the most because of him. And um, she talks to him. She says, I was defenseless when you let my leg remain unhealed. Uh, I was a child then and I survived. You're a grown man. We'll see if you do too. (laughs) They fucking seal him up, chained up in a room. (laughs) And and Ayla tells him like, hey, I told you we wouldn't touch you. (laughs) And we're not. (laughs) You're just going to die slowly in this room. (laughs) I will say this because they all leave afterwards. And I'm like, could you just leave one person behind to make sure that he doesn't have like a secret trick? You know, like mm. I, I, it's always like that James Bond villain thing where it's like, <laughs> could one of you just stay to make sure he dies? <laughs> you know, he doesn't gonna... have like a secret pen knife in his like front pocket so that he can use like breakthrough bricks or something. We're going to break, break you up in here. But before we do, let me tell you my plans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he started monologuing. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, <laughs> no. Who could have foreseen him getting out, <laughs> thwarting our plans? Oh, oh yeah, uh, it was it was that was like one of those moments where I was like, can we can we please like just at least somebody stay to make sure he's dead? Because then later on, mm-hmm. while they're traveling, it leads like he's probably dead now. Yes, okay. <laughs> it's like yeah, you, you assume greatly, but okay, uh, yeah, we're assuming he's dead, but um, <laughs> and I know that like. You know, Aelin kind of feels like weird about it. She's kind of like she didn't she doesn't want something that's going to be like lingering on um, Elise's conscious for the rest of her life. But at the same time, it's like, hey, he's ruined your life. (laughs) This is the man who's done like uh, who's responsible for the pain, like most of the physical and um, emotional pain you felt in your entire life. Like this is, of course, this should be her decision. Yeah, and it's and it's appropriate. And she and Ellie doesn't seem to be affected by it at all, honestly. Because <laughs> I want to get onto the next one. This is <laughs> I wanted to cover this scene only because I was <laughs> I was a little bit disappointed in it in a weird way. Mm. Um, and it's um, Elide and Lorcan finally hook up. Yes. So. <laughs> And it it's it is it's cute in a way. Like um, I like I I like their little like um their conversations. You know, Lorcan's still promising like he's not going to touch her till she's ready. And um, you know, there's she and it's like they're kind of leading into it. Um, they're kind of making like little sweet talks, and he's she's like I I gotta I'm gonna take a bath now and. I might need some help. And Lorcan says something along the lines of, I don't have the quote, but I'm sure you do, which is, yeah, you know, those, those baths are really dangerous or something. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, okay. Oh, Adorable. Yeah. <laughs> you go kids. But and then he's it, also saying like, he's not going to sleep with her until he feels like she's ready. Yeah. Well, and she has to make, she has to indicate that she's ready. very consent. Um, very consent. He he's he's all about consent culture. Yes. Yay, Lorcan. <laughs> Yay. Well, and then they, they. What's really great is like just be, as she takes off her uh, top, they 
cut and that's it that's the indication that they've had sex except for the next day um Aelin notices that um Lorcan has like a shit-eating grin on his face (laughs) (laughs) the I just got laid look and Elise kind of having that same look now here's why I was disappointed in this scene okay (laughs) I'm not saying that I need to be like super spicy the way that like they um Aelin and Rowan had their first um sex scene on the beach I don't need it that but I was kind of disappointed that there was no tree splitting. <laughs> like, like they wake up, like everybody wakes up and like, cause like they're all intense and like, there's like 20 men dead around like Lorcan <laughs> in Elite's tent because he just like split them mm-hmm. all in half. <laughs> Rowan just looks kind of like, God damn it. <laughs> Couldn't you have done that further in the woods? <laughs> like in my mind, that's kind of what I wanted to happen and it amused me for so long. I've been wanting to talk about like that was my dream. <laughs> Is that like all sex with fame males or like fey are like that? And it's just like a a wide berth. <laughs> like, maybe they have sex, like, Lorcan and Elite hook up, and then, like, it, and instead of, like, sh- like uh, setting trees on fire, then all of a sudden, like, he starts, like, bursting a bunch of, like, uh, bricks apart, and then next thing you know, like, there's Rowan in a bathtub, like, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> like Cleveland and Family yes. Guy, where it's like, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> damn it, Lorcan. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, but I remember like when they were getting to that, they, they would get into the sexy parts and, um, I remember uh, Carlo asking me what what the hell I was reading because I was like, oh my. (laughs) (laughs) But then I was like also disappointed because it's like, it's kind of like if you've ever read it in, um, if you've ever had the misfortune of reading Twilight. um, Oh. And I think the final book and they, they talk about like how they broke the bed, but they don't talk about how they broke the bed. Like, I want to know those parts. <laughs> She's all kind of bruised up and they broke the fucking bed. Don't just tell me the end part. Tell me, like, <laughs> give me the verbs. <laughs> but that was a little disappointing because, I mean, I feel like she's gone into so much detail for the other characters' sex, but I don't know. Yeah, that was, in my head, I had written my own version of what their sex scene would look like after I read that one. I was like, yeah, I think mine's better, but only because it's more comedic (laughs) in my mind afterwards when they, when everybody else gets up and notices the carnage. (laughs) Well, and there's the, um, the other series written by her, uh, Court of Thorn and Roses, which is supposedly a young adult book. (laughs) Which we should probably cover at some point, yes. even though it's not really witches, but it is a lot of fae um, and magic and everything. So, But it goes but yes. into great detail about like how he, one of the characters goes down on one of the lingus. Let's just cut yes. to the chase. There's a lot of that in that book. <laughs> like, this is for young adults? What? <laughs> Oh We're not prudes, but honestly, it's like one of those things where it's like, what is young, what's the young adult age? Because yeah. I think I may have misunderstood it. <laughs> like, I always assumed it was like, you know, it's sort of like, the, it's like in the same category as Harry Potter. And I'm like, yes! 
No. <laughs> Hello, God. It's me. Feyre, <laughs> and I'm about to get some cunning linguists. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's not. Um, it, it, yeah. I, I, I don't, I really don't know what the, cause yeah, like you were saying, we're obviously not prudes. I mean, we want, we want the porn, but <laughs> like, does that belong in a young adult book? I don't know. <laughs> but hey, oh, uh, I, I don't have Anyways. any kids, so I mean, you know, I guess I don't got to say, so. <laughs> Anyways, I just like I said, I just wanted to cover that because it's it was one of those things where it kind of comes in between two other major scenes. Is obviously um, Vernon dying when it comes to the alien stuff, um, and then Dorian then joins up with them. I was like, we got to get to this sex part, talk part before we go yeah. into what happens afterwards. And it does say that, um, like I, I did get the quote where she said uh, they had not shared a bed, not when these cots were, were too small and a lead often passed out after dinner, but they shared this tent. He'd been careful, perhaps too careful. She sometimes thought to give her privacy when changing and bathing. (laughs) After a while, she's just got those like, um, air traffic controller things. It's kind of like trying to indicate. (laughs) I don't know why I first started thinking of an air horn. (laughs) She gets Just naked. Or like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did I get your attention? <laughs> I'm just over here naked. <laughs> but um, but then it, it kind of goes a little further and it says home. This with him. This was home as she never had for however long they might share it. And I was like, meh, meh. <laughs> Well, that was really sweet. I I like I think they're my favorite couple because they're just I don't know they're just sweet. And they they are. I mean, it's they do have that um, unfortunate uh, Sarah J. Moss uh, yes. beginning where it's like I hate you. Well, I hate you too. We're just gonna work together until we can get done with it. And I hate and it's like oh Jesus fucking Christ. Well, and that's really- why Kale and Nesrin never would have worked out because they didn't start off with hate. <laughs> Yeah, they started, I was like, want to be fuck buddies? Sure. Okay. (laughs) I like to get off. You like to get off? Sure. (laughs) Sure, why not? (laughs) And then, and then, uh, uh, Urin comes along and he, and she's like, I fucking hate you. And he is like, uh oh. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) Nesrin. You know what's got to happen here. (laughs) This chick hates me. I'm going to wet marry her. <laughs> <laughs> you 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 go play with the future king <laughs> or the future emperor. <laughs> he seems to like you. <clears throat> but then that was just kind of like I don't know. I I feel like with with Lorcan and um and Elide like in the beginning when they first got like they they met each other. I was like, oh god. Of course, this is just going to end up being with them getting together because they hate each other. Oh, Jesus Christ. And like, I didn't want them like I started off not wanting them to get together. But then once they started and they were saying, like, uh, I will always find you and stuff like that. I was just like, (laughs) (laughs) 
See, I'm dead inside and that didn't affect me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there is that. (laughs) But actually, I think they're my second favorite couple. My first favorite couple would obviously be Abraxas and Manon. Or Abraxas and the uh, other Wyvern. Oh, shit. Now you're going to break me because I'm seeing the corner like, God damn it. Now you're just my river. They made for love. Oh, Noreen. (laughs) Noreen. Or Noreen, yeah. Anyway, so yes, let's get to this the sadder part, I guess, for lack of a better term. No, let's not. Let's just never. (laughs) We have to cover it. We have to talk about how they finally forged the keys. (laughs) Okay. Wow, okay. (laughs) Anyway, so, uh, you know, they leave Ornith, um, you know, Elite and... um, uh, Lorcan get it on, so all's good. And Dorian ends up, you know, basically flying into them, and it's like, "Hey, you're there, <laughs> <laughs> you're yes. back." And Kaol and Dorian have an almost uh, Sora and Riku like moment from Kingdom of Hearts, where <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very much. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. It's sort of like oh, my brother, and it's like, oh. <laughs> Like I was, I was sorry. I was getting like serious, like Kingdom of Hearts, like Riku Sora vibes from that. <laughs> it's like, it's like, look, your two friends you haven't seen. There's Kylie. Like, oh yes, hi, I found you again. There's Riku. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. <laughs> so yes, and of course Dorian like meets uh Yurin and he's like, look, I got married and I'm gonna be a dad. And Dorian's like, ah oh, yes. <laughs> God, it's 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 such a it, again that that scene just made me laugh because I was like, like wow, is Kaol is very dedicated to his king. <laughs> yeah, they've got a sweet romance. Oh, they got they are they are. Uh, I mean, you're talking about you know Abraxas, you know the the, the <laughs> romance the bromance between Dorian and Kaol is epic <laughs> and unbending. <laughs> Enduring. <laughs> one must ask, gun to his head, <laughs> which one, <laughs> Dorian or Yurine? And then you gotta, then you gotta start uh, questioning some uh, stuff. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> just has like this, like mad at this, like that look. <laughs> God damn it, kill! <laughs> <laughs> Throws her shoe at him. <laughs> I have your baby. <laughs> Um, um, <laughs> yeah, anyways, that, I'm that was sorry, one of those baby. Scenes. I just had to mention that because, God, <laughs> anyway. So, um, Dorian's like, I got the three word keys, and it's like, okay, and um, yeah, so Aelin and Dorian are kind of, um, Aelin's kind of preparing to, you know, um forge the lock and use her body as the sacrifice and they actually come with this plan that in my mind i'd actually thought of this i think a couple books ago which was why don't they just share it (laughs) i was like is that like an option i was like because like like maybe like then they don't both have to be like sacrifices maybe they'll have to get like each of like half of their life or whatever it is and 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 then some i can't remember who says it but it's like well why don't we share the bird like (laughs) 
fuck, <laughs> I'm a genius. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, and they kind of do a little foreshadowing too. Like even in the near the beginning, um, they're like, uh, even she's thinking about it. Um, and it, it says that, um, where is it? It had been nearly two months since that day on the beach in Elway. since she'd learned the terrible cost the queen of Terrison must pay to put an end to this madness. The cost that another with Mala's bloodline might also pay if need be. So yeah. Like, and I don't know why I thought that there's no reason really. <laughs> why did I mention that? Huh? <laughs> oh yeah. It's, it's deep foreshadowing. Cause it, and you know, cause there was always that conversation that like thought in the both of their heads, which was, you know, like, well, Aelin is wondering maybe Dorian will take it for her, but at the same time she would also fight against it. And yeah, this way well, it's like, oh, well. And he's so, like we talked about the last the one, thing. he's just way too fucking powerful. So I started thinking like at this point in the book, I was like, okay, well it has to be him because he's way too fucking powerful that like he either has to have his powers taken away or he has to die. And because yeah, otherwise, and like he could just like, waltz right in there and you know be like boom erwan you're dead <laughs> yeah like i said he, it's the dr manhattan issue yeah um or even like uh captain marvel where it's like okay at some point mm-hmm. <laughs> there does have to be a limit here <laughs> so yeah because without that there's no drama there's no i mean there's no point to any of the story yeah it's I, I agree and yeah I, I did kind of think like going like maybe that's how they weaken Dorian and yeah it, it turns out that yes this is actually how they weaken Dorian because they do agree to share the load and um, <laughs> load <laughs> <laughs> we're children <laughs> share the burden you know like a very uh, Samwell um, <laughs> moment to yes. share the burden and um, in the process, um, it, 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 they where they decide where they do it is in um, Erdovia, which is where Aelin was held as a slave for a year, and it, it's she says it's almost um, it's almost it is pretty much poetic, you know, because mm-hmm. it's kind of like where this new chapter in her life began, and she's coming back to it to kind of bury it and where it's going to end for her. So it's. It, it was one of those moments I was like, oh, and, and Rowan's trying to stop her, of course. And he's like, you're going to come back to me. I'm going to find you. And it's like, dude, <laughs> I get it. Dorian's just like, I, I like that Dorian just has Kaol <laughs> looking after him. And I'm just like, <laughs> like I, I understand he's your bro and everything, but it, there seems to be like a significant difference between like Rowan saying that going like, I'll find you. And Kaol's like, I got a wife now, and she's kind of having my kid, <laughs> and I, I still want to bro down and everything, but... <laughs> I was thinking this would be the perfect time for them to kiss, finally. <laughs> and then, he, like, he's, like, he looks over and sees Irene there, and he's like, uh-oh, uh-oh, this just got weird. And then Irene's like, it doesn't have to be weird. And then they start making out, and then... <laughs> writing an amazing book right now <laughs> you know somewhere you know somewhere out there there is that slash, slash oh fiction, god right? yeah and then dorian changed his appearance to look like irene <laughs> and then irene started making out with irene <laughs> yes. and she's like 
Is it cheating? <laughs> or is it masturbation? <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking like, I want to look to know what there's out there. But at the same time, I'm like, no, you don't. You don't, you don't need this knowledge. You have other things you should be learning about. This is not something you need to put into your brain. That box is best left closed. <laughs> Oh my! <laughs> so yes, they they start the process. Aelin, um inserts one of the word inserts the um, word keys into her arm and begins to forge the lock. And um, they describe it as in the, in the book. Um, they describe it as an incredibly painful process, and it's their magic basically being drained. Mm-hmm. And um, they're both trying to hold on. And they're worried that like it's basically going to consume them. And at that point, while both of their magic's being drained, Dorian's father appears and offers to forge the lock himself. <laughs> He's like, hey, what you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's one of those things because, like, Dorian, you know, because uh, as you've talked about in the beginning, like, you know, Dorian's now aware that his dad has pretty much always been vogue and he's never been a caring, compassionate father. He's always been if not uh, distant and cold, a right bastard. Yeah. And to his, you know, sons and his wife. So, you know, this is a moment where Dorian's actually meeting his father, his real father for the first time with no vogue influence. But of course, like he doesn't, it's hard for him to differentiate his, his father from the vogue at this point, because that's all he's known. And so he sees his dad and he's like, oh, this fucking guy. <laughs> like basically. Yeah. It, but um, Dorian's father makes the last sacrifice. Basically, his his spirit makes the sacrifice to help Aelin forge the lock himself and push Dorian away so that Dorian doesn't sacrifice himself in the process. And um, at that time, you're like... Um, you know, Dorian asked the question, which is, you know, he's never known his father's actual name. Mm-hmm. And because Aaron took the name away from him and basically made him nameless. Yeah, which brings us back to that quote, like the um, yellow legs, which said nameless is my price. Mm-hmm. And cause she knows who Aelin is like at that point, Selena. And um, it was even uh, written on the the uh, back of the amulet of Orinth versus nameless is my price. And he says, um, he, he says, um, what is my name? And Dorian says, this is ridiculous. Your name is, uh, you, <laughs> and even Aelin's like, uh, your name is, uh, um, <laughs> and it's one of those things where like, uh, we were talking about it before recording and Jane and I were just like, I didn't know that nobody knew his name. <laughs> Yeah, because we had, I think, like I said, we had early on looked it up Mm -hmm. because we figured it would be, like, we must have missed it. And we were stupidly calling him the king. So we figured, like, maybe we were dumbasses and didn't know his name. And, of course, we look it up in the wiki sites, like, oh, okay, it's Dorian. And we're just like, okay, we're moving on. Yeah. (laughs) It turns out, no, (laughs) we were not dumbasses. We just spoiled it for ourselves. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. But, um, you know, he even says, like, and I wanted to share this. He says, in the agony of having his magic, his soul shredded away from him became secondary. As his father said, Erewhon took it, wiped it from history, from memory, an ancient, terrible spell so powerful it could only be used once. Also, I might be his faithful servant. 
Even I do not know my name. Not anymore. I lost it. Like, like, wow. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, they it's... forgot that they forgot his name. <laughs> it's pretty thorough. It's yeah. It and it's and and that's and it, it obviously like kind of shatters Dorian because not only did he not know his real father, but he didn't even know even like know that about his father. Like it's that's how gone. Uh, how gone his actual father, his actual, you know, parent is from him. And in the process, then Aelin basically pushes Dorian away, yeah. releases Dorian and takes the king of all and thinking like, okay, I'm going to save you and you're going to go back to Kaol and everything's going to be okay. I like how I say he's going to go back to Kaol. He's going to go back to Kaol. Not mad at Kaol. It's like, you belong with Kaol alive. <laughs> But yeah, she's uh, she does kind of quite literally push him, and yeah. um, she did that. I think you know partially for her because she doesn't want him to die, and partially for um, for his, uh, his Diddy Diddy Dorian, and well, yeah. um, it's it's kind of sweet. And but I mean, look, at the same time, you also a- knew she's going to do some shit like that. Oh yeah, well, and it was, it, and for at least for Dorian's dad, it was like probably the only fatherly act he's ever done, which is yeah. sacrificing yourself to save your child. You know, so that mm-hmm. was a very powerful moment for you know, for him and for Dorian, and it made Dorian, especially once he's out, you know, realize that he's hated a man who was never who he thought he was and he was just yeah. trapped. And he has a lot of stuff to obviously now he's more stuff to work through. Basically, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Dorian Dorian is basically Dorian needs like a daily hour long therapy session with a professional. <laughs> That's accurate. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I had lots, his wife or girlfriend beheaded in front of him. Um <laughs> <laughs> dad's basically been an abusive dick his mother's mm-hmm. aloof and only cares about status his brother's an absolute nightmare well, may um, possibly be here. more vague yeah he knows that most of the time the women around him are only after him because of his money so he doesn't trust anybody to really? actually care about him for who he is he was uh, enslaved and basically had his body and mind taken over by valg uh killing people and forced to yep forced to do horrible things to people mm-hmm. and yeah <laughs> he saw whatever Maeve did with her sex with Erwan <laughs> well I don't think she, he saw that because I think Erwan basically said oh fuck off he like, did he in my story Maeve. that I'm working yeah, on I understand your story <laughs> I understand that it was a grotesque monstrosity <laughs> that nobody will ever escape the visual of but we're not talking about your story <laughs> but yeah so i'm thinking of society the movie society that was that's definitely my version of what happened but i'm sorry anyway (laughs) anyways the king of all you know basically sacrifices himself and um Aelin meets the gods, who she's, you know, obviously yeah. very pissed at because they've kind of made her to be a sacrifice along with her ancestor, Lena. And um, Aelin, of course, being who she is, tries to cut a deal. She's like, look, just take Aaron away, let Elena have peace, and 
all will be good. Like, let's do that. Okay. I don't even care about me. And I was like, let's just do that. And, <laughs> and I'll close the, the, uh, door and, you know, you guys could go back to your world. Everything's yep. going to be hunky dory. Yep. And, uh, Deanna, the goss of the moon, the one with the arrow, which is why that, um, you know, books and books and books ago, <laughs> <laughs> way back it when, was, it was so, um, it was kind of, uh, prophetic when, um, when Aelin is, um, you know, receiving the special gifts during the festival and she gets an arrow, um, of Deanna and she's just like, oh yeah, that's, that's my ancestor's like rival. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool <laughs> but i think like she also got the crown of um yes of um her ancestor as well and she's like um why'd you give this to me <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> there's, there's a lot of there's, there's some other stuff going on in there. <laughs> but yeah so deanna basically is like no and she just destroys elena right there mm-hmm. um and um, they say like, okay, we're just going to go through the word gate to their word. And we're just going to leave her behind and just going to leave Erwin behind too. Yeah. And well, uh, we're going so, home. So see ya motherfuckers. <laughs> she's just, and she's like, well, wait a second. What the fuck? So yeah, they lied um, basically. Yeah. And so secretly, cause Maul is there also. And after seeing her daughter get destroyed, she gives Aelin a little bit of magic back as a thank you for trying to save her daughter. Mm-hmm. Not successful, but still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, she, like, so she, <laughs> Aelin then double crosses them. Quadruple <laughs> <laughs> cross. So much double <laughs> I see you thinking, like, oh God, there's so much double crossing in this book now that I'm thinking about it again. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't know that she didn't know. That <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know. <laughs> That it was my uncle's father's twin's brother's roommate twice removed. Your former roommate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, God. Oh, exactly. Oh, anyways. <laughs> so, yeah, she, she, double- <laughs> I'm just saying, she, so yeah, she double crossed them and um, she changes the God's destination to a hellscape that she encountered while, um, Yes. Uh, being the ch- king's champion, and she's like, "Bye!" Locks them in there. <laughs> See, smell you later. <laughs> and she basically kills the gods, and she becomes yep. a god killer. And and it's that weird, like I, I call it the upside down, where um, where there were those like creatures, horrible creatures, where she opened up the gate. And Dorian, Kale, and Fleetfoot were all fighting against the, these like creatures. And then we first find out that she's part Fae because I think Kale gets stuck in there. Like, yeah, she goes in her. and it basically re- it basically kind of unleashes her actual magic, and she drops her human form. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing is that part of the magic that she loses is also her ability to change between human and Fae. So she no longer can change back into a human so yeah. she's now kind of stuck as Faye, which you know in the grand scheme of things it's like okay it's not the worst in the world but and now, um uh you know it looks like she's gonna die and because she's basically become the sacrifice however 
Um, well, yes, we forgot to mention that um, uh, Rowan gave her new tattoos, um, new word marks r- woven into a new tattoo that yeah. Rowan gave her. Because remember, the tattoos were just um, removed when she was being tortured and the healers oh. gave her new skin. So all of the tattoos that Rowan worked on are gone. So And he's well, been, been like, looking into weird marks like uh, with her, like studying them. And, you know, they're like, why are you studying weird marks? No reason. and when he gives her like since she's been so healed he's like um you know he's gonna give her her tattoos back and he says um i also kind of want to add one to you and to me (laughs) no reason no reason (laughs) (laughs) but it's on her back so she doesn't know and it turns out to be um like he he did weird marks all over it and mala says it's a map home to him mm-hmm. and this and is a really fucking awesome part oh yes do you want to explain because i i have it highlighted too <laughs> as a, as a <laughs> well um <laughs> where to start um because it, it's so it's, it, the way that they describe it is, uh, you know, she f- is finding a way back. And during that time, well, she's she's they describe it. She's falling. She's falling away from the word gate um, that she sealed behind her. But she's overlapping between all oh, these different worlds. Can I say this? Part? The, go ahead. Go oh, ahead. <laughs> OK, so she is this. She passed through a world of snow capped mountains under shining stars, passed over one of those mountains where a winged male stood beside a heavily pregnant female gazing at those very stars. Hey. And so I was like, Court of Thorn and Roses. <laughs> they are the two main characters in um, A Court of Thorn and Roses is the is the accepted lore i believe so yeah so basically she what's really funny is that she kind of feel from a distance she looks like probably like a falling star and um the fey male sees her and helps slow her down because she's worried she's going to miss her world because she's seen all these different worlds like it sounds like she's seen like like she's seen like cityscape she's seen like mm-hmm. all these different possibilities um indicating that like there's just multiple different worlds and universes that she's seen and Rysand, the character from a court of throne and rose uh, thorns I and think roses resand resand is it i don't know anymore who knows names but yeah throw some letters together call it a name (laughs) it's kind of what i'm calling half of these it's just like she flung out her flung out a hand as if she might signal them as if she might somehow as if they might somehow help her when she was nothing but an invisible speck of power uh the winged male beautiful beyond reason snapped his head toward her as she arced across the starry sky he lifted a hand as if in greeting like Hey, uh, um, <laughs> she, uh, a blast of dark power yes. like a gentle summer night slammed into her not to attack but to slow her down oh so wall, a yeah, shield. He's, he's, yeah he's <laughs> trying to basically save her so she can slow down and find her home and now in my mind I, I haven't read the most recent book but in my mind i want that to also be a little call out scene Yes. Because that would be like a really cool connection, but I haven't read the most recent book. Me neither. And I'm hoping at some point that shows up. And I like, this is why immediately after finishing this, I wanted to to finish that. But it's another long one. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm I'm having you read something else right now. Yes. Which is blissfully shorter. 
<laughs> yes. But three three books I all shorter than this book. I want to see that. Like I want to see if like if this is a part of that story as well because I mean, I know that It's a cute call out. Yeah. And I know that Pharaoh's pregnant preggers, so I mean well, they talk about it in the uh, fourth book. We are getting ahead of yeah. her. Or not really getting ahead of her. So we're talking about a different book. But they talk about like her deciding that she's ready to just try to get pregnant. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like a sweet – like I said, it's a sweet little call out. I don't – it leaves the possibility of a crossover. But at the same time, it's just kind of cute. So yeah, I like these – I like the multi-universe that Miss Moss has created. That's all I'm going to say. It was a nice little cameo. <laughs> mm-hmm. And – um. And Aelin obviously does return home safely. Um, and as I've mentioned earlier, she is now an immortal fae and all of her mortality has been burned away. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And the journey continues. Ah. <laughs> oh, and um, since she's killed the gods, um, now, like, Elid had those kind of, like, whispers. And so did, um, so did Lorcan. Like, Lorcan... Like they both had some like gods kind of looking over them. Mm-hmm. And she asks him, like, do you feel any different? And I think like everybody's anybody who's had God given powers now is just kind of like, eh, not so much now. Yeah. Well, and also it, 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 this entire thing definitely helped the Dorian and Aelin issue at the same time. Cause Aelin doesn't have her big, huge, water tsunami burning away powers yes. and dorian's also now weak into i can make ice yeah. <laughs> like, i mean i'm, I'm selling that short. He, he does <laughs> he, he does have more than that but yes he does have magic but it's not as powerful so he's not like sitting there going like i'm gonna learn how to make portals in like five days i'm gonna learn how to turn into any animal oh look i've created a potion that'll make all the women fall in love with me it's like I just snap my fingers and you're all dead. <laughs> I just imagine Dorian's like, really dark face. <laughs> Kale having a hangout with Dorian. He's like, uh, door, door. <laughs> um, door, door. Here's a little warm guy. <laughs> you think maybe you could, uh, <laughs> frost up this glass for me. No problem, buddy. <laughs> I'd love to hang out with them now. Yurene <laughs> <laughs> does it probably more often than we think. And I think this is honestly where we should end it. Yeah, I think that's because, good. Because yeah, because after this it's um we're getting into we're getting back to Adian and Lysandra and you know the Angelina. horribleness they're going through. And then Bannon's gonna come in and we're all gonna cry. No spoilers. Yeah. And, and everybody's going to join up together. And there's going to be epic battles. And yeah. Yeah. No yeah, more porn. I'm, yeah. No. <laughs> no. It's it's fair. It's pretty PG after this, except for all the blood and gore and death and everything. So. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You were hoping for more tree breaking, tent shattering, but no. Now it's time to go to war. Blood, beasts, <laughs> Stupid. and boobs. Stupid war. <laughs> stupid now we just have blood and beasts Uh, no boobs (laughs) but yeah uh i I feel like we're from went from three b's to two b's (laughs) exactly 
sorry. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I think that's a good place. Yep. And so, yeah, that's basically it for this. We're going to finish it up. Hopefully it's not going to take two hours because, again, there's still a lot going on. And mm-hmm. yeah, just like I said, not trying to give away any spoilers about how I felt after reading this. <laughs> The- and again, there, there. I will tell you this one little spoiler. Oh yeah, there are more. There was like one more, in my opinion, really dumbass Dorian moment. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you know what I'm thinking of right now. <laughs> so. Actually, I don't think I do. Not off the top of my oh, head. I'll tell you off, Mike, and I'm you'll. Excited. I think you'll agree with me. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, I think we can wrap this up. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, please, uh, please, please. Uh, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review Bed Knobs and Broom Flicks, especially on Apple Podcasts, because it, it helps us immensely. And some good news. Uh, I found out on Anchor that we've had over 4,000 plays now. I mean, I, I know it's not a lot in the grand scheme of things, because we've been around for a couple of years. But, I mean, I think it's pretty pretty cool. I, I think it's Tits McGee. Oh, we're yeah. two n- nameless people, basically, and people are actually listening to us. That's what shocks me. I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello, nameless I mean, people. I mean, hi. Thank you for listening to us. But I'm like, wow, somebody is actually interested in what I have to say. <laughs> My self-esteem just went up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so thank and you very, again. very much. <laughs> thank you for listening to us. We really do appreciate it. You guys really are awesome. And we'd love to hear from you. If you have any thoughts, please share them with us. Uh, you could always write to us at broomflicks at gmail.com. Or uh, you could find us on Twitter at Broomflix. It's B-R-O-O-M-F-L-I-C-K-S. You know, we're good and delightful because we got them licks at the end. Uh, also, you could check out our show at bedknobsandbroomflix.com, where you could also check out uh, the short-lived Videorama or Cage's Kiss. And uh, if Bedknobs and Broomflix is, I mean, it, it is kind of difficult to spell. Um, that was our bad. But uh, <laughs> you could just go to cageskiss.com uh, and find us that way. Um, it, of course, it's the, without the apostrophe, just C-A-G-E-S-K-I-S-S. And last but not least, if you'd like to help support us and a local bookstore while purchasing a book or movie, please purchase through our affiliate page at bookshop.org forward slash shop forward slash roomflix. Uh, you can find me on the amazing podcast, Cage's Kiss, uh, as we do have uh, two movies to cover now, at least. And uh, you can check me out in the second season of the podcast sitcom Force a Crowd, where I play Mrs. Halverson. Oh, my God, it's been too long. I can't even find her <laughs> voice now. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Jane, where can the people find you? You can find me lining up my dolls to begin the raid upon the government. Oh, good Lord. (laughs) We will fly at dawn. (laughs) Why am I scared suddenly? (laughs) (laughs) Samantha Parkinson is armed (laughs) and dangerous. (laughs) Um, I really want to know how many people know who I'm talking about when I say that I do. I do. I know you do. <laughs> do you have a Molly doll? And a Felicity, I perhaps? Have. Oh, yes. That makes me happy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to anyways. think. What, what, what? I said anyways. <laughs> I'd 
like to thank Doug Walters and Redwire Blackwire for allowing us to use their awesome song, Compass. And next episode, as I said, we will hopefully, again, this will only be a four-parter, we will cover the second half of, well, the the second half of the second part. (laughs) (laughs) A betrayal of a betrayal of a betrayal. (laughs) (laughs) Triple cross. <laughs> of the throne of glass the final book in the throne of glass series kingdom of ash yay and until then what's that got to do with my knob a betrayal knob <laughs> a triple betrayal with another betrayal knob there's betrayal with another betrayal knob <laughs> knobs are betraying each other you just got triple knobbed <laughs> Ha, did you not know about my other knob? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) I'm engorged with excitement. God. Hey, everybody, if you're still listening, I gotta go and break something in Linda's computer. (laughs) 